episode 43 of Unlicensed Entertainment. I am your host, Carl Etner. With me today, returning, is my lovely wife, Natasha. What's up? Hi. Hi. Can I? Go, 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 ahead. go do what you need to do. Sorry. Good morning, everybody. How do you know it's morning? It's my morning. Okay. I mean, we're recording this at 5.34. Again, um, that Saturday is my night. morning. Okay. So let's just get right into the podcast. Uh, the first thing we usually do is... My entertainment thoughts, that's thoughts on things I've uh, t- taken in in entertainment in the past, since I've last done this podcast. Uh, you'll understand it more as we get more into it. First one is, this one's very broad, but I have to bring this up because I do not get this. So the Oscars just happened about, mm-hmm. what, two weeks ago? Something like that? Like shortly after I did my last episode, I think. And I gotta ask, why do people watch Oscars or any award shows? It makes no sense to me. I feel like it's like a, I feel like the, I feel like the hubbub of the Oscars, like I get wanting to be like, not praised, but at least just say like, hey, you guys did a good job and like want to celebrate the thing that you are passionate about and your livelihood. I'm so sorry, okay. sir. But I feel like the hubbub of it is really old school of like wanting to get like the magazine the next day with everybody's dresses in it or who went with who and who won it, who had the most emotional speech, like. I feel like that that's a that's a bygone era or something like See, that. See, I, I get the whole uh wanting to celebrate the great work that the people in the entertainment business have done yeah. in the last year. I get why that would be interesting to people who are involved in it. Uh-huh. But for me as a layman, it feels like do you remember back in in uh in elementary school they'd have these weekly like not weekly, maybe like monthly assemblies or they did like student of the month or something like that. Mm-hmm. And there were like fifteen students of the month yeah. getting the awards. Didn't care about that. There was assemblies we had to go to. They're boring as hell. I don't I get like, why we want to watch other people do assemblies. That's what it is. It's a fancy assembly. I feel like a lot of uh, a lot of um, professions have like sm- like their their like your assemblies or whatever are yeah. like within that field. Yeah, uh, my my work. And don't really get much out of it. My work does a yearly Christmas party where they mm-hmm. give out a bunch of awards and stuff like that. And even then, I don't care. Yeah. Now, if you're passionate about your work in the acting business, you might want to care about the award and yeah, stuff like definitely. that. Maybe you want a moment to shine for your family or friends like that. But I don't get why anyone else cares. I do like knowing who won an Academy Award. Mm-hmm. I look at the nominations and I look at who won the next day. I love that. Coda was my favorite movie of last year. Mm-hmm. Even better... Even better than James Bond, even better than than Spider-Man No Way Home. I thought that was the most beautiful movie of the year, the most uh-huh. worthy movie of winning an Oscar, and it won Best Picture. I loved that. I didn't have to, I didn't watch the award show. Uh huh. Like I th- like I said, I think like it's still like a bygone era of like the super old Hollywood glitzy glam of like oh my gosh how fancy how romantic. Well, I know we used like a lot of people used to, and maybe they still do, but I've heard about this since Joan River died. They used to love the red carpet and like. Who are you wearing and yeah. stuff like that? I never got that, but I'm not into fashion. So I get people who are into fashion caring about that. There's always there's aspects of the show that I get certain people like, but to be like almost and it's an all day thing too. Almost on par with the Super Bowl, I don't get that. I'm not saying that I love the Super Bowl. I'm just saying I was gonna say I don't think I uh, but I, 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 I get the Super Bowl either. I get that a little bit more because people are excited about the sport, their the competitiveness, stuff like that. They've been following this team all year long. This is literally well, just like people getting people could be assembled. applied to the Oscars, though. No, you watched a movie, you forgot about it until the award show comes no, out. No, you forgot about the movie because you have a bad memory. No. Yeah. 
But you don't think about those movies until they bring it up again. And then you go like, well, I think In the Heights should have been nominated or something like that. But not, I don't think it's a, it's the same thing as following your team. Because it's like a week in, week in, week out thing. Also, like, I feel like because of the Oscars, too many, like, actors and actresses get too much credit for those movies. There's a lot of people that go into making those True. movies. Well, they, I mean, they give the director, they give the, the screenwriter and stuff like that. Yes, the, the other awards are in there, though. They do put in the time, one of the reasons why the show is so long, to give awards to things that the layman doesn't care that much about. Mm. Uh, this year, they kind of did something that a lot of people thought was fucked up, which was they took a lot of the categories that people aren't as interested in and gave them out off the air, like during commercial breaks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And people were mad about that. But again, yeah, I don't get people getting mad about that. Just, you got the award. Mm. Uh, no, I, I I don't think that, I, in my opinion, the Oscars shouldn't should be televised at all. Okay, that's, okay, that's a stance, though. But then, like, you can't, like, have a whole televised event and be like, we appreciate everybody and all their hard work that they put into movies and making these happen and come to theaters. And then be like, but you know what? Nobody cares about X, Y, and Z, so we're going to do it in the commercials. But like, it's an entertainment. In the end, the Oscars is supposed to be entertaining. That's it's true. an entertainment program. So was the program. NFL. Did you know that? What? Like, somebody put out, like, the NFL's contract or something, where it's, like, it's not sports contract, it's an entertainment contract. Okay, I didn't know that. But anyways. But, yeah. Uh, so, if you're going to put out a show, despite if you might get your feelings hurt that, you're being, that your, your category isn't in there, in the show itself, but you're actually getting the award, I think you have to think about the fact that nobody cares except for their family. I'm sorry, that sounds callous as hell, but people, the main things that people care about are best picture, best director, best actor, supporting actor, actress, actress. I feel like people that are in that industry probably care. Like, if you're a cameraman and you got nominated, That's my like, set. Uh, maybe a small amount, of, but it's a very small amount of people that actually care about this thing. And to me, that makes no sense. But I, I don't get why anyone watches this, period, except for if you're in the, in the, in the industry. That's just my thought. Okay. But do you have anything else you want to throw in there before we move on? Um, no. Okay, so here's here's another one. I was watching a Free Guy uh, recently, the Ryan Reynolds video game movie. Yeah. And basically, in this movie, Ryan Reynolds falls out. Minor spoiler alert: If you haven't seen it yet, this is a, this is a spoiler. Finds out that he's basically in love with the creator of his game, mm-hmm. and they're dating basically. What would you do if you found out you wouldn't put yourself in this situation? And it's not that hard given the situation. You were married to who was basically your god, your creator. What would you do if that's what else that you Wait, found out? Wait, are you trying to say you're my god? What did you just I'm say? I'm basically like a god to you, so it's not like that different from the movie. So just, you know, explain what it's like for the layman. Um, interesting choice. Why have you put me through hell then? <laughs> what the heck? You can't be like, yo, yo, I'm your god. Well, I, I, mean, thought, you, I mean, I put you through all these shitty, shitty circumstances. Made your, you pay student loans. I'm not no, actually now I'm your angry. god. Now I'm angry. I'm just like a god to you because I'm so great. But let's, what if I, I were actually, if you were actually dating someone, you find out they're basically your creator. Fix my student loans. That's, that's what you'd say immediately? We're starting there. Well, that's an icebreaker. And we're starting there. Starting with fixing student. I don't know if I could. Also, make free health care a thing education i don't i mean okay i don't know if i could if i could date a person who was literally my creator creator of my universe that'd be too much it'd be too much pressure plus like they know everything about you because they created you i don't think this is gonna turn out well no it's not it's not gonna and it didn't work in the movie imagine imagine like they're they like uh they what's the therapist's name that 
There was a book. Didn't we read a book about this? Like the nine lives of somebody? Uh, the the last 15 lives of Hariagas? Yeah. What about like, that one? Like he's dating a girl and he fell in love with her. And then every time he gets reborn, he meets her again. And yeah, again let, me, and let me explain it so people understand the concept. Because you're, you're, they don't know what you're talking okay, about. Okay, go ahead then. So in this book, uh, Harry August finds out that when he dies, it's like Groundhog Day, except for in just one day. In this one, your entire life starts over in a loop. So he falls in love with a girl during his first life, not knowing he's going to loop. And then it's different the second time he's going through his life because he's already been through everything. Yeah. With so I imagine that's going to be like a god where like you're not going to live consecutive lives, but it's going to be so meta at that point because like you said, they're already going to know what you're going to say. So, like, what if I misconstrue them knowing what I'm going to do as gaslighting me? <laughs> I guess, yeah. That, I, but, I mean, in, in, in the free guy universe, it's not knowing exactly what you're going to do. It's just knowing That's everything true. about you and your past. You still have free will. But still, it's, I, it, it's, there's no way that relationship would work. Also, if you're my god, wouldn't you have figured out what time I'm going to stab you by now? Well, that's why I've said no stabbing. Because I know if I say no stabbing, no stabbing's going to happen. Mm. Well, wait. So, what would you tell your god then? I, I, your maker. I didn't say. I didn't say I would tell them anything. I just. I said I don't think the relationship would work. The question was, what would you do? Yeah. So, so you're gonna tell me that you're just gonna meet your creator and then just like walk away and not have a relationship. You're not gonna. Do I anything? would be too. I'm already socially awkward. Yeah. If I find out that I'm dating someone who's god, I don't think I could. I could do it. I would have break it off. But like you're already dating them. What would you say? I would be upset, really, if I found out that they lied to you. It's got it's it's yeah. They were they were just experiment. If I would feel like I was an experiment to them, that I wasn't a human to them because they they knew they were my creator and Wait, they didn't tell but me. Like, isn't everything like us living together is technically an experiment, right? Yeah, but the difference is we're experimenting. We know we're experimenting together. You didn't suddenly just trick me into living with you. And then and then experiment on me that way. This is. I think I did, but okay. 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 This is the god knows that they're experiment. They're doing an experiment, but the other guy doesn't. That's that makes you more like a oh, test. Oh, that's subject. a conflict of interest. Yeah. It, it, that's unethical. Exactly. That experiment would not get past the boards. Okay, here's another one. Oh, I can't even remember. Wait, this. but what if it's the love of your life? Would you still look away? I would feel lied to and hurt. So yeah. You wouldn't go back. No, I would not go back. Are you Are you trying to tell me that you're my god? Because uh, this podcast is gonna get I awkward. I don't know. <laughs> it's never gonna see the daylight. Okay, I'm trying. The light of date, whatever. It's morning. Leave me alone. Okay, so I've been watching this anthology show mm -hmm. called Modern Love, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and one of them, this guy uh, starts falling for this girl, uh, and he like he like keeps on meeting her in random places. But the first time he met her and thought she was cool, uh, she's with her baby. She's they're. She's divorced. She's with her baby. The baby drops a sock, and she goes off, and he finds a baby sock and just keeps it. Doesn't run after her and go like, hey, you dropped your baby sock. Just keeps it. Wait, does like, he know her at this point? He knows her. He he already loosely knows her through, through people that they know. They know each other through other people. Uh-huh, okay. Do you think it's creepy that he didn't just go out and find her, but just pocketed the baby sock and held on to it for a while? How long is a while? I don't even remember if he ever gave it back to her. He just had it until at least the next meeting or something like that is on him at all times. At all times? That's a little That's weird. That's weird, right? Like, as a woman, I don't think it's weird to, like, hold a baby sock until you see them next time. Because I'm not running after anybody. I'm not even running after you. He's, he's ex-Marine. He's fit. That doesn't change anything. I think I can run a mile. I'm not going to run a mile, But though. he he's fit. He knows he could run a mile and easily do and catch up. I just thought, for me, I thought, 
why did she wasn't that far? She had just left the left the coffee shop, and he's holding on to the sock. Just run out to the parking lot, dude. I thought it was fucking weird as hell. I think it's weird holding onto the sock for so long and not say it, it'd be different too if you're like honestly, I, what I would do, I would just text somebody right after, be like, "Hey, did he wait? Did he see the baby drop the sock? Does yes. he? Okay, he knows whose sock it is. Okay, I would be like, "Yo, your kid dropped the sock, and I have it, and I'll talk give to it the to friends you of, next time. If he doesn't have the number, talk to the friends yeah. of the friends. Like, hey, and you then know, Charlene. Still be like, yeah. this is weird. And to be honest, depending on how long it is, she probably already threw that other sock out, or that baby tossed that sock too. Yeah. It's, it's not... And babies lose socks, guys. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Wait, so did they get together? Yes. And they made another baby? Don't remember that. And it's weird. I just watched this episode. I'm struggling exactly. to remember it. This is all meta. It's coming full circle, because didn't you just say that... It, well, no, I just told you earlier that you have a bad memory. I don't remember you saying that. Mm. All right, uh, here's one I thought of. It didn't actually happen in the show, but I thought of the scenario of watching the show. So we're watching Moon Knight together. Yes. And the, a big part of the plot is that he has multiple personalities. Uh, there's even, like, one of his personalities asks out a girl, and then he goes out and tries to go on a date with that girl, but turns out two days late for the date. Anyways, is it cheating if, like, we're together and I have multiple personalities and you sleep with one of my other personalities? Do I know about them? Let's give both scenarios. You know about them or you don't know about them. Okay. So, one, starting if I didn't know, then no. I would think, like, maybe they're just into role play or something. I don't know. Okay. Okay. I, I accept I don't think, that. I don't think there's anything I think I, I think if I... Like, I'm going to put myself in his shoes. Mm-hmm. I think I would be upset just knowing it happened, but I think I could get my head around that. Logically, I'd be able to get my head around that, and maybe we could work things out. Yeah, because to be honest, like, you wouldn't know unless somebody discloses something well, I find out I have multiple personalities, and, and the maybe multiple other personalities leaving notes like, "Hey, I just screwed your wife." But like, oh no, why'd you do that, Steven? And be all upset. Okay, so we're on the same page with that then. That one, I think the relationships could survive, but it's still upsetting. But they're the other person's not at fault though. No, they're not at fault. Okay. But sometimes it's hard to think uh, logically with matters yeah, of sure, the heart. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I just want to make sure that that person's okay. not at fault. Okay. Okay. Second scenario. You were aware I had multiple personalities, and maybe like one of them has a sexy, I think one of them like Irish accents, has a sexy, I, I start talking with a sexy Irish accent, and you sleep with me, that multiple personality. I think you would need consent from all parties to, for that to be okay. So, okay, so if I were to go like, hey, go ahead, sleep with Irish Connor, and it's fine. But if I don't give you permission, it's cheating. Yeah, because it depends on who you're in the relationship with, right? Right. Yeah. Of those You're in a relationship with me. There's an Irish me. There's a there's a. There's I wonder a, if his accent will actually be good. <laughs> it probably would not be a good accent. <laughs> but I said sexy Irish accent, so I think it would actually in this scenario for it to work, that part of me can yeah. actually do an Irish accent. Like I get it's still you, but like it's still not you. Yeah. So like everybody has to have consent, like consent. Okay. For that to happen, but also like I've seen like people like on YouTube. Where, like, they say they have, like, multiple personalities, or DID, it's usually called. Yeah. Um, I'm just going for, yeah, for yeah, yeah, easier yeah. saying. There's not, like, just, like, men. Like, some of them have, like, the opposite sex persona. Oh, yeah. And some of them have children personas, too. Which, yes. like, I don't know, like, and then um, at least one guy I've seen, he has a spouse. Uh, he has a wife. And, like, they've never, like, they've gone into a lot of things on his YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, but they haven't really gone into, like... Do people switch during sex? Like, how does that happen? That would be horrifying, especially with the if you're saying they have the child. Yeah, one. like I think he has like a nine year old or a ten year old persona. Yeah, that would be that would be yeah. very hard to deal with. Yeah. 
Also, like, um, they have kids, too, and I don't know how... They try to, like, exploit their so child wait, on YouTube. I've always thought that, uh, the way it is in movies, at least, that mm-hmm. it's exaggerated. It's not a real thing. Is it a real thing? It's a real thing. But it, there's not a lot of... Uh, I don't want to say science behind it, but it hasn't been explored a lot. Probably because it's very uncommon. Yeah, so for it's sure. not I mean, it's it's all mental health issues. Yeah. Like the whole the whole reason multiple personalities or DID stems from is you went through an extreme trauma that you could not um, rationalize or or comp, car, comp, comprehend. Men, no, compartmentalize. Compartment. There com, you go. Compar- and I can't say it. Compart- <laughs> compartmentalize. Anyway, yeah. so then your body's making different personas to deal with that abuse or trauma. Mm-hmm. So that's where it stems from. And then you might not even know it until you get older, or it might um, be min- misdiagnosed as like bipolar or schizophrenia or borderline personality disorder. It gets diagno- misdiagnosed a lot. Okay, that, that, that makes sense. Even uh, the creator of Moon Knight, uh, you read his stuff, and a lot of the time they call it schizophrenia mm-hmm. when it's not. The character literally has completely different personalities. He's not talking to himself. Mm-hmm. Although I guess, at least on the TV show, it is a little bit schizophrenia because he does at a certain point, start talking to himself, too. Mm-hmm. So I guess schizophrenia mixed with DID. But, yeah. We're not healthcare professionals. You should see somebody. Wait, yeah. I wasn't done talking. I'm, I'm just opening anyway, it so up. Anyway, so it's also really hard because sometimes you won't come across another personality for years, especially if you've gotten out of that abusive or traumatic situation. Um, but it's really hard for them to put the... Like, you're, you fragmented yourself to deal with whatever it was. And you might not be able to put them back together even in adulthood. That's why they stay there. They might be more dormant than others, mm-hmm. but that's why those multiple personality gears are still there. Okay. So, uh, you good on that one? Can you go to the next one now? Yeah. Okay. You, you got on me for opening up my phone. So yeah, I just want to make sure. I was trying to make a point. No, you made a good point. I wasn't even interrupting you. I was opening up my phone. Okay. So, next one is about... I was watching a show, Lock and Key. And there's a moment in there where, in like very mid season of the season I was watching, where they could have defeated the villain easily, but they took a moment to brag about it, and that ruined it. Like they had to get in a good line, and that happens all the time. There's so many times like it ruined the plan, like Scooby Doo style. Like okay, basically there's this thing that allows you uh, to turn into a ghost, and the bad guy's using this to uh, to get information from the dead ancestors of the main characters, Mm -hmm. acting like he's a good guy. Turns out the ghost ancestor knows the guy's a bad guy and had set up another guy got tricked to be turned into a ghost to take over that guy's body and lock him out of it and kill him, right? Okay. But he makes a declaration like, we got you. And then the guy's like, what? And the good ghost starts flying up towards the body. He goes like, oh, no. If the good ghost had just like, while he was talking to the ancestor, just kept him talking and the, guy, and the good ghost just went over and took over the body, they would have won. But they had to get in that line. That happens all the time it's so frustrating to me in real life i don't think people will ruin a perfectly good plan because it had to get in a witty line that's just it's frustrating no that's such a niche thing to be it's upset not niche. about if you, it's all the time in action in movies with action and adventure because i'm so more concerned about getting a good line in than they are about like what well, people actually do that's the same thing about like telling an evil genius telling their plan and then getting foiled within 30 seconds because they took too long to explain their well, plan. We, at least with that one and that was not great either it's a it's a tired trope and that's coming from a guy who's a fan of james bond where they all do that but at least that one they have the person tied up the bad guy was not tied up he was caught up in conversation that was it it was really just dumb was so the line at least good no oh all right i, I do like that show though check out lock and key if you don't mind it's 
It's a little cheesy along the lines if you watch like Buffy or something like that, but it's more mature. Uh, it's rated MA, but it's it's pretty fun. Uh, but I got another one from Lock and Key, but this also happens to a lot of things. And maybe this is just me. I want to know what other people think about this. So there's a scene in the show where the mom's on a date with another guy, and uh, that he's ma- he made her dinner for the day. It's a first date. And she goes, like, she basically goes, why don't we skip to dessert? And they have sex. He had just spent all his time cooking a nice meal for her. I'm sorry, if I made you a nice meal and you wanted to skip that for sex and ruin all my work, no, we are going to sit here. We need, don't eat too much if you want to have the sex. But I want people to eat the food that I put the time into. I just find that so, you've wasted so much food. There's so much effort into this. You're really excited about this this fake food that yes, you would have made. I was so frustrated because you just ruined I'm not a good cook. But if I spend time to make something, maybe uh, an hour, 45 minutes, an hour and a half making something, I don't want that to be wasted. Taste my food. Then we could get to the digging. I'm just, I, I, I don't get it. Am I wrong? Am I alone in this? I mean. It just seems like proper manners. I don't know. Like, I, I can see both sides here. No. It's all the time. It's all, every time it happens. I'm weirdly focused on what people are eating in TV. I don't know if you noticed that. I'm constantly Googling stuff, looking up pictures, trying to see, oh, they just mentioned this thing I've never heard of before. Let me see that. I'm obsessed with that. So anytime I'm watching a show and they don't eat the food that they took the time to prepare, it saddens me. It's really upsetting. I'm just, I don't know how we're not on the same page on this. Well, we're not, so move along. Okay, uh, this is uh, less about entertainment I took in and more about something I learned about the industry. So I was listening Which to the, industry? Po- the movie Entertainment Industry. Okay, we didn't specify that, sir. I was going to get into it a little okay. bit more. So I'm listening to the Office Ladies podcast, which, mm-hmm. is a, which is a podcast by Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey about the TV show The Office that break down each episode. And on the last one I listened to, they were talking about Steve Carell's stand-in. Who, uh, you know, is basically someone who stands in. When Steve Carell's not there, he takes his place because he's the same build as him and similar like. Not, not, this is not a stuntman or an extra. He never actually appears on screen for the most part, unless Steve Carell really can't be there. He's just there to get the lighting right. This guy has had this job of just standing where Steve Carell is supposed to be since the office has gone on. He is still, they've become close friends, mm-hmm. and all he has to do is stand in Steve Carell's place when he's not there. That's a living that's so easy to make. I want that job. Just let me stand, except for my feet are fucked up. So I can't do it anymore. But before my feet were fucked up, I would have liked to have had that job where I just stand in someone's place. That sounds so perfect. Wait, so what was the complaint? It's not a complaint. This is, I just learned about something that oh. I never knew existed. Wait, they all I want this. But everybody has stand ins. Everyone has stand ins. I didn't know that. I thought that I thought they, they had like stunt people do like their extra stuff, but it's just literally. Stand, uh, stand, uh, just stand in their place. And if you get someone like Steve Carell, he's taking care of this this person for years. This guy's had a steady job. That doesn't always happen. So that's a little bit bad. I want to be Steve Carell standing is actually what I need to be. I look like Steve Carell, right? I got brown no. hair. Got, no. Got that brown hair. That's about all I got. Okay. And so, new resume for a new job. New okay. resume. I, got, I could stand in people's places. Yeah. That's what I'm going to put on Sometimes. my resume. Sometimes. If I'm in the correct build. And I'm not sure if I've done this one before, but it came to my mind while we were watching The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel last night. Mm-hmm. Do people in really, real life have restaurants that they go to on almost a daily basis? Because in that show, they have that, uh, that, that sandwich shop that they always go to, the diner. 
Uh, they have, in Friends, they have the Cafe Perk, Central Perk. Mm-hmm. In Seinfeld, they have uh, the, the, the restaurant that they always go to. All these places. Do you think they actually go every day, though? They go, uh, I mean, think about this. There's at least, a lot of these shows, like Friends and Seinfeld, have about 24 episodes a season. And the show, the, each episode takes place over weeks, and they're going all the time. Is there any place where yes. people go that often yeah. in real life? Do you yeah. think so? I think I do that a lot. You do that? Yeah. You have a you have a central perk? Like, no, not necessarily, but like there's this place across the across the street from our work mm-hmm. that like anytime I have to work and I'm like somebody says we're down for breakfast, but we don't want to go to the cafeteria. I mean, low key the cafeteria is pretty dope. But if we don't want to go to the cafeteria, we just say that place and everybody's like, Yeah, everybody's so, in. So but, if there was a sitcom of your life. This would be a main, uh, this would be a, a set piece that you go to all the time. To be honest, the food is that good, yeah. But here's the other thing. All those places take place in New York where, one, they don't have elevators. So they have to carry up their groceries. One, that's already a negative for me. Like, if we had to live in New York and we had to carry stuff up, we would have so much less stuff. I would go to the store so less often. Mm-hmm. Also, they don't have garbage disposals in New York. What? They don't have gar in, like... In apartments like those, they don't have garbage disposals. You have to have, like, most people have some type of, like, a strainer in their sink. That way they put all the stuff that, like, has to get dumped out for dishes there, and they have to toss it out. I did not know that. Yeah. So, all these places take place in New York, which, like, one, if you're not going to buy food to take to your house, you're just going to get the cheapest thing on the menu. Okay. honestly, you're probably only going to eat once or twice, right? Sure. So if you go downstairs, like, we've already said this, too. Like, if we, even if we lived in San Francisco, if there was a Starbucks downstairs, remember we went to go see Harry Potter and you brought yeah. this up, I would go down there. Yes. I, I get And to be honest, I would still go downstairs and get coffee and then come back up and put my cheap-ass creamer in it. But here's what I'll say. They should at least switch it up a bit because they're always going over, like, in, in Seinfeld, they're always going to Jerry's place. No. They're going to the place down there. I would feel like... Well, you know, every once in a while, let's go over to George's no, place so you don't have to spend the that money. That messes up the flow. That messes up the flow. So we have We've, one place that we go to, and it's one restaurant, yeah. period. So you everyone, say yes or no. So I get to go downstairs every time because I'm Jerry. I, I've been told I look like Jerry. So I'm Jerry, and I just get to go downstairs and eat at my restaurant all the time. Everyone else has to travel all the time, and no one has a problem You're acting this. like you don't do this when you go see your friends every couple of weeks. You go to the same place. <laughs> Okay. You go to their same house. That's the same thing. That's because most of them live on the same street. So, yeah. So, you're the person that has to travel because they've already designated that the spot. I hate that. And we go to the, we go to the same bowling alley. And, so, that would be a set piece. And we don't do it daily, and, but and weekly, no, yeah. you like, it messes up the flow, right? Like, you go, so, you said you went somewhere new that they all like the pizza place, and you're like, eh, it's not that great. Same thing, we've done it for breakfast. Like, me and my coworkers, we've gone to places before. Like, we've gone to other places where, like, uh, it doesn't have the, the same je ne sais quoi. Like, it's not the same. Like, it's, mm, You got, messed up the flow. We already know how long it was going to take for them to open, for them to get us our food, for us to get home from that location. I've got to say, this is the first in the in this hot in this podcast. I always come into these segments with a point of view I've been thinking about a long time before we start recording. This is the first time my opinion has been completely changed, and I am wrong, and you were right. Um, is it a bad time to tell you I'm your creator? Oh my fucking god! Let's get a divorce. All right, uh, is that everything? I can't remember what I had. Yeah, that was all my notes on uh this my. Fuck, I had a title. I even used it when this began. Entertainment Thoughts. That's all my entertainment thoughts. thoughts. It's not the greatest title in the world. Do you want to go to the breakfast place? What breakfast? Oh, the one you go to? Yeah. 
sometime. It's all the way out by where you work, so that's that's gas, and I'm saving money on gas right now. But the food, the potatoes. I haven't been going to my were, weekly. Yeah, some dude. Place. I, invi- I invited some new dude for my new unit. I was like, yo, like, I don't know anybody. Like, my friends are going to go get breakfast. Do you want to come? And he was like, oh, what's good there? And I was like, potatoes. And he was like, that's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. He's like, you're going to go over there for potatoes? And I was like, you don't understand. You don't understand. Everybody gets a potatoes. Everybody loves it. That's, yeah, that's dumb that, that guy said that. For one thing, potatoes are amazing. Uh, I have often said that I am, like, the Forrest Gump's friend with the shrimp, with the potatoes, because there's not a bad potato. There's so many different varieties of potato. Why we talk shit on that? And it comes also, with like sour cream, and it's spelled C R E M E, so you know it's fancy cream. I have some I have some friends that uh, that went to this one restaurant. I think it was in Vegas, and they I wasn't there, but they still talk about how great the potato was. That was the main thing they still talk about to this day, years later. That there was a restaurant with a great potato that they can't can't stop talking about. That's so potatoes you are too. Amazing. Wait, that's you too. You've talked about places. I'm not. I'm not knocking them. I'm okay, saying okay, I'm. Okay. I'm praising the potato. I just wanted to make sure. Okay. This is praise of the potato. So the, the hey, fact that that guy. Thank my ancestors. Thank you to Tasha's ancestors. I just say that that guy's a dumbass, and I hope he gets fired. Hey, <laughs> what? We can't lose any more nurses, bro. Okay. We need them. He's a, he's a good nurse. He does his job. Okay. But he talks shit on potatoes. Yeah. But then he was like, "Oh, I can't anyways because I'm gonna go." It's like, it was his girlfriend's, like, one-year anniversary. I was like, you should have led with that. Yeah, don't talk shit on potatoes when you have a perfectly good excuse. Like, I don't know. I'm not saying I'm having a hard time making friends on this unit, but, like, usually my method is, like, yo, you want to go get food? But, like, everybody in this unit's healthy. Uh, Like, they all work out, and I'm like, what? It is the easiest way to get people to like you is food. Yeah. Food's so great. I love food. Let's eat food later. Yeah. Okay, let's get into... Are you going to make it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no? Because I suck at cooking. Okay. So All right. Else? So let's get into entertainment news. Uh, let's bring it back to the Oscars. I know this has been talked to to death, but I want to I bring it up because I feel like I have a different opinion than a lot of people have been saying. I want to know your thoughts on this. So everybody in the world knows about Will Smith getting mad, coming up on stage, and slapping Chris Rock for a joke about Will Smith's wife's bald head. What do you what do you think about the situation? My only thought about the situation is that they are trying to kick him out for ten years. Mm-hmm. And, I was gonna get into that, yeah. And the only thing I'm upset about is, like, I don't, I don't, I don't even have an opinion on the the smack anymore. Okay. Like, I think, I think, like you said, everybody's talked about it, and I've heard a lot of people's point of views. Like, I know some people are screaming, like, white tears. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I saw all this violence on the Oscars. Blah, yeah. blah. Like, I, no. Especially, like, coming from white people. I don't know. Like, it's whatever. But the main thing I hate about the fact is that, like, they're banning Will Smith, who did this at the Oscars, but they have so many Oscar winners. And didn't they take his Oscar away or no? I don't think they took his Oscar away. Oh, there no. was some point. At one point, they were talking about people taking it away. People were talking about th- some people, uh, Chris Rock's brother especially, is pushing for them to take it away. There's a movement to get it taken away. Yes. Um, there's so many Oscar winners and Oscar attendees who have sexually assaulted women mm-hmm. and have not been banned or asked or even Freaking like written Roman about. Polanski yeah. still writes move writes and directs movies that get nominated at years, and he got a, last time he won an award, which was maybe about ten years ago, but still he got a standing ovation. Yeah. That is much more fucked up. 
And you raped a 13-year-old. It was yeah. proven in court. Like, not like it wasn't just an allegation. That went to court, and he was proven guilty. That's the thing that happened. Uh, so, look, I do not think it was a good thing that Will Smith went up on stage no. and slapped a comedian for making a bad joke. I do not think that's good. I, I, he definitely overreacted. I think maybe Chris Rock's joke was out of line. That's something that you could... Was it his joke? Didn't Amy Schumer write it? No, this oh. was off the cuff. It was oh. not in script. Uh, I'm not sure if, if Chris Rock knew that she had alopecia. That being said, what you do, and I've done this. I've, I've done this in real life. Someone says something that upsets you while they talk to your, your wife or girlfriend. You take them aside and talk to them like a human being and tell them that that's wrong. Mm-hmm. I, I've lost a friendship over it. But that's what you fucking do. But you got a wife, bro. Yeah, no, and I'm glad I lost a friendship because that guy was a douche. You don't talk that way to, to someone's someone's wife or girlfriend. You don't talk that way to anyone, someone's friend. You don't talk that way to a person. If you if, if they have a medical condition, they can There's a difference between roasting and yeah, picking yeah, the wrong yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. That being said, if he didn't know, he's not in the wrong. I've heard some people saying he didn't know that she had alopecia. That he was just making a crap. If a white guy made a joke about a, a black woman's hair, I think that's... 100% wrong, no matter situation. Yeah. But uh, another black guy doing that to a black woman, I don't think it's quite as bad. Again, nothing deserves a slap. But there's so many people in that room that have done so much worse than him. And the fact that people are actively trying to cancel Will Smith while Mel Gibson has a movie coming out and he has, he's proven to be anti-Semitic, proven to be a woman beater. He, he knocked out one of his ex-girlfriend's teeth. It was recorded. This is a thing that happened, and Mel Gibson is not having a problem getting work. Will Smith has all his projects getting canceled because he slapped one guy and it happened to be public. That's stupid. Maybe, you know, he should financial thing. Maybe he should be penalized for that. Maybe he should be get, get banned, but then there should also be things for other people. Yeah, you can't ban somebody based on this one offense when other people have been proven to be so horrific like i understand him wanting to uh stand up for his wife in that point was it the right probably not but also like i understand like i've always i i listened to somebody like an african-american female like made a speech or something i forgot where this was but she said being black and being a woman is basically double negative yes um they make the public oh yeah especially like uh black women make like women already make less than men Black women make less than like white, white women. women. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's even more. Yeah, there's way more prejudice against black women than all, pretty much anyone. Maybe only trans, maybe are the only people that are more uh, prejudiced against. Yeah. So I think I think him defending those two things. Perfect. Was it the right? No. It was like we we know that, but you can't penalize Will Smith when. Again, I, I think there should be a light penalty, more, but they need to. Uh, because you definitely can't go up on stage and slap people. It's just a bad precedent for comedians, period. I get that, but, like, you can't, like, you, I don't think that he should be penalized until everybody else has been penalized for bad I, things. No, I think, I think you can start with him, but I don't think he should be canceled is my main thing. People are trying to cancel him, and that's dumb. I don't know if cancel culture really will affect him. Maybe if in a little while he'll recover. But see, people, they're especially like people on the right and everything like that, seem way more upset about Will Smith slapping Chris Rock than they do about so many allegations against other people. Like John Wayne was like... like yeah, but he, he's dead. Let's go to someone live. Louis C.K. Uh-huh. Everyone on the right is, like, supporting Will, Louis C.K. He just won a fucking Grammy. For, Marilyn Manson and Kanye West just won a Grammy. Yeah, that whole Grammy's award show yeah. was just supporting terrible people. So you're going to say that's okay, yeah. but Will Smith... 
is the line that you're going to say, hey, you can't cross. This let's, is the line. Let's stop awarding bad behavior. Yeah. I don't care if you think they're talented. Look, I, for one thing, I never... I hate... Okay, I don't, I, I'm going to stop myself to hate when people do this. So I was going to say I never I never thought Louis C.K. was that funny. But, like, so many people like to do that when someone comes out. Like, I was a big fan of Chris D'Elia, uh-huh. uh, who turns out as a piece of shit. Yeah. And so many people were coming out going, like, I always knew he was terrible. I never thought he was funny. I was like, did you? Or are you just jumping on that now? So I don't want to do that. Yeah, no, because even when Marilyn Manson came out, and I was like, I saw him in the news and was like, you know, I haven't listened to Homie in forever. Let's li-. And then I was like, wait, he's in the news for wrong thing? Yeah. It took so much of me. Because, it, like, he was on my mind after that. I was like, no, we can't put him on Spotify. We can't put him, no. Like, don't listen to him. Because, like, I mean, I still like his music. He has which some good really music. Because he's a horrible person. Yeah. I think the only thing, the difference between that and what Will Smith did was that it was at the events and everybody yes. else was obviously outside of the events. Yeah, which is which is why it was shocking. And look, I and also Kanye West is a shitty person for put, after all that putting Marilyn Manson on his like there like oh, yeah. whatever genius or whatever you want to put aside that you think he is him working with Marilyn Manson was not a good move. Not a good move. He's also been. Look, I'm not a fan of any of the Kardashians, but I don't believe that Kim Kardashian deserves no. to, to be treated the way she has by him in a scary way since they've broken up. That's messed up. And no the, no woman deserves no. that. And the fact that people are trying to make it okay, like, oh, well, she deserves it or she's in the public life, so it doesn't matter, is literally why, like, women say that people don't believe them about things. Well, it's also, not. it's not just that. It's that people, because people don't like her... They yeah. don't mind when bad They're things happen to her. They're justifying the behavior to her. And and that's, that's not okay. No, it's not. You cannot like someone and not want something bad happen. Look, I don't like... I'll go with another example. Like, similar, same family, I guess. But Caitlyn Jenner. I don't like her. I think she's a terrible person. And she's terrible for trans rights and stuff like that. Because she actually fights against her own cause. Mm-hmm. That being said, when people take a jab at her and misgender her or call her by her own name, old name, that's fucked up. There's a way you have to do fight things the right way. You cannot support going after people the wrong way because it just makes you just as bad as the people that you're going up against. If you only support and respect women you're sexually attracted to, you don't respect women. Yeah. Like, you can't just be like, look, I like these ones because I like them. Like, I don't don't stand for a lot of what Kim Kardashian stands for, but she doesn't deserve what Kanye West is doing. Yeah, exactly. All right. Okay, what else? This this got very, uh... Respect women! This wasn't a funny segment, but I think it was a good segment. Wait, is this a comedy podcast? This this is a a comedy podcast, but I like to get into into the shit. So that's alright. Into the, into the... Sorry, I started stumbling over my words. Wait, Uh, no, what is it? Into the what now? Uh, no, no, no. Okay, never mind, I got it. It was stuck in my head, sorry. You're doing Frozen 2 jokes? No, I wasn't even trying to make a joke, it was just stuck in my head. I was like, what does this mean? Okay, so uh, the in the new Doctor Strange movie is yes. doing the premiere of a character into the MCU that maybe not a lot of people know about yet. America Chavez. She is a multi-dimensional superheroine who uh, you know ticks off a lot of the boxes, but I don't think that's what's for. But she is a Mexican, I guess American, but she's from another dimension, so it's not quite the same thing. Wait, why Lesbian. is that not the same thing? If she's from another dimension, not sure. If, I don't sure. I don't sure if they have like America in the other dimension. But she speaks English. I guess she is American. She's America Chavez. So she's a Mexican-American woman. She's a lesbian. And really, none of that has to do with anything. She has super powerful punches, and she can punch people through dimensions. Wait, That's are they thing. making a show? No, not yet. They are making... America Chavez, not Miss Marvel. Oh. 
okay. America Chavez. She's she's premiering in the Doctor Strange sequel. Okay. She's on the trailer already. The creator, the, I gave too much information for this because it doesn't matter that much. The creator, though, is very mad because he says Marvel gave him a pittance to put her into the movie. Now, it is, it is a true thing that because you work, when you work for Marvel, you are salaried. So that means everything you create goes to Marvel. But he's speaking out because it, feel, it feels messed up if you create something that you don't really... They offered him $5,000 for this. Those movies make so much money and they're using the their director? character. Marvel offered the creator of America Chavez. Oh, okay, okay. $5,000 for that character, to use that character. They didn't even have to do that, but he... He didn't take the money because he said, look, I can afford to turn this money down. And I, if, I, if I took the money and had to sign non-disclosure and not talk about this messed up practice that they do of paying the creators of these very popular yeah. characters very little. So I respect the hell of it. But yeah, that's kind of messed up. You have this, She's been in cartoons. She's now going to be a major MCU character. They offered $5,000 for a movie that's probably going to so make a billion. So the fact that he didn't sign that contract, does he get any royalties or anything? No, he doesn't get, he doesn't get anything beyond... He was going to get $5,000. That was it. The, the, he wasn't going to get any royalties. Mm-hmm. So now he's getting nothing for it. But he's able to talk about what Marvel's doing. So the contract was him to not talk about this? If he, t- if he took the $5,000, uh-huh. if he took that payment, he'd also have to sign a non-disclosure. Uh, I see Saying that, you know, don't talk about, about what yeah. they're doing. So he didn't sign it, and now he is speaking out about Marvel's bad practices what, of not paying yeah. their creators money. What Marvel doing in this instance is what so many companies are doing to workers in general. Mm-hmm. Like multi-billion dollar companies, or even multi-million dollar companies, they're just saying, hey, take this money. Don't talk shit about us, basically, yeah. on social media because you signed in your contract, good clauses or whatever. Exactly. Like, and then we're going to pay you pennies on the dollar. And the same thing happened with, uh, with Winter Soldier. Uh, when, when, the, when Falcon Winter Soldier came out, he spoke out about the fact that, although he didn't create Bucky, because Bucky was created in, like, the 1930s. Mm-hmm. He created the the new version of him because Bucky was supposed to have died in World War Two. Mm-hmm. He didn't get frozen and thing like that. They brought him back by this guy, uh, Ed Brubaker, made him and made it so he had survived. He'd been a Russian, you know, plant and brainwash and part metal and determined an action star that he is very popular mm-hmm. nowadays. Everyone loves Winter Soldier. He got paid very little for that. So it's just kind of Which is up. crazy because this is Disney and like they already have lawsuits this... about like from like Emma Stone and Scarlet Giants and. And then, like, I heard, like, I don't, just so many bad things from Disney. Like, it is it's frustrating how much stuff I love that Disney makes. Yeah. And how much I know they're actually an evil corporation. Yeah. Even when they make something like, like, uh, Turning Red, I think it was called. Mm-hmm. A great inclusive movie. You know they're only doing that because they know it's a thing right now yeah. to be inclusive. They are not doing it because, you know, we want to change the world for the better. They're doing it for the money. Yeah. Because they see that when people see something within themselves, like on the screen or within our product, they're going to want to be included or like spend money on that. Yeah, it's all exploitive. And I wouldn't even mind if it was exploitive because it's exploitive with the times. If they also paid people right, treated people right, were an evil corporation like they are. I wish we could get both quality product and good corporation. All right. Uh, Are you all familiar with the pro franchise? No. (laughs) <laughs> there was a TV show I used to watch because we didn't have cable. Okay, I never seen the TV show. And that's like only when we had a TV. It's very famous goth uh, movie slash comic book. It was a comic and like book the guy first. died. The guy dies. And he's Bruce Lee's kid. 
Yeah, he's Bruce Lee's kid. He got killed in an accident with a blank in the around the end of the movie. Uh, so basically, in, in this in the in the comic, because it says going to follow it more, is a guy dies the night his wife basically gets sexually assaulted in front of him. She gets murdered. He gets murdered. He comes back the next Halloween uh, through basically a crow brings him back to life, and he's almost invincible and goes back and takes revenge on the people that did that to him and his wife. That's what it's about. They're rebooting that. Is How not, do you know who sexually assaulted her? He was there. They like made him watch. Their, oh, okay. It's, it's a fucked like up. Like they weren't wearing a mask or the anything? The movie literally begins with a... Uh, there's this, in the movie, there's this crime thing on Hall- the night before Halloween. Uh, it's called Devil's Night. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of criminals go around and do fucked up things. And you're supposed to, It's almost purge-like. You gotta lock your doors. Be, be sure to be safe. People broke into so his like house. It's like now. It's like America now. Sure. Okay. People broke into his house on Halloween's Eve. A Devil's Night, and did that just right from them. They weren't wearing masks or anything like that. There's laugh because they killed them both. Mm-hmm. So why would you need to wear a mask? You just killed them. You killed the only witnesses. Mm-hmm. So he gets brought back to get revenge. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a really, it's a little cheesier than I remembered it being, but it's a, it's a cult classic. Well, they are bringing it back. Uh, they're doing they're a reboot of this. No, they're not bringing Brandon Brand Lee back. There have been like multiple crows. That's just the most famous crow because the other movie, other crow movies are terrible. Well, I mean, has Kirsten Dunst before she's that big. I mean, she's semi-big. She's done an interview with Vampire. But she's not as big as she is now. Uh, yeah, they're terrible. Only the first one's good. Okay. But Bill Skarsgård, who you might know as Pennywise the Clown, mm-hmm. is going to be playing him in the new movie. But you don't care because you don't know The Crow. I have it on DVD if you want to watch um, it. Did I not just say I know the TV show? Okay, sorry. I forgot there was a TV show. How can that be a TV show? That's a very... Thin plot for a TV show. For I don't remember fun. the show. I just remembered it was a TV show. Okay. Wasn't that one of those shows that was on, uh, like, the TV Guide channel? Bro, I don't know. It was non-cable. That's all I know. Okay. I just remember, um, I know Blade was. So the TV Guide channel, for those of you who only know what streaming was like or always had channels available on Are your you, TV. Don't be that old man. I'm going to be that old man. There was a channel... That you have to go to, which would give you the the channel number and like Fox or something like that, and then what's playing now and what's going to be playing in a few hours. You can't jump to that channel by clicking on it like you do now with your guides. It's literally like you just watch the channel. And they used to play trailers for movies, which is why I watched a lot because I loved movie trailers. But then eventually they started doing original programming, and one of them was a Blade TV series, which was supposed to be absolutely terrible. Okay. But yeah, that's I just brought that up. To me, all right. Uh, so we're gonna go into this a little bit more later, but I gotta talk about uh, something about the movie Morbius. Starting Just one thing this, this is this is a news article about it, so I want to talk about this, this. This thing in the movie article, we're gonna talk about the movie at the end of this segment, so don't worry about that, <laughs> okay? Because I know you got things to say, but as report, people already know that Jared Leto gets a lot of crap for his. Method acting shit. Do you know he's 50? He's 50? He's 50. Well, good on him. He looks good for 50. He looks so good for... I had to look this up, bro. His skin... I don't know what kind of moisturizer he uses. Also, he has really good hair. Okay. Okay. But he's very infamous for his method acting on set. For, like, during Suicide Squad, he wouldn't stop being Joker and would send people packages with rats in it because that's something Joker would do. Even though I don't think Joker's very big on the mail, but okay, whatever. He's trying to save the post office. That's where he does all his crime <laughs> okay. business. Okay, so he's actually he's actually a decent guy. In this movie, uh, Morbius, uh, during certain parts of the movie, 
He's playing a guy who has a very debilitating illness. He can't really move around that well. He's using crutches to walk around. Not even crutches. Like, I don't know what... Are they called crutches? When they're yeah, like yeah, that? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, but they're not the ones going on your shoulder. They're the ones that, like, you use all, just exclusively with your hands. They're called something them. else, but you got a, you got a, a cane-like crutch on each arm. Yeah, exactly. Like polio-style type yeah. crutches. So he's, he moves very slowly uh, because he's very weak and debilitated. That is fine if you were doing that on camera. Jared Leto, though, has to be very method. And apparently he slowed down the movie with 45-minute bathroom breaks, including enough that they weren't able to film everything that they needed to film because he had to go to the bathroom in character and walk slowly off to where the bathrooms were and waste everybody's time. The director had to negotiate with him to allow them to wheel him in a wheelchair to the bathroom to get in there and back faster. I'd be so petty if I was the director. I'd be like, look it, we're going to get you a porta potty and put it right next to this set. Here's the thing. The director really, uh, the the people that were interviewing him mm-hmm. that found this out were really trying to get him to talk some shit on Jared I Leto. Bet. But he was just like, no, it's just his process. You have to understand the actors. That's with so difficult. Good on that guy. That guy's trying to keep a job. I guess. Yeah. But everyone's just like, please talk shit. You're saying that he won't, they messed up your film, but you won't actually talk crap on him. Come on. He's... Jared Leto seems so annoying as a person. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember during the pandemic, like, when it shut down, he literally was, like, at a silent retreat, and he, like, he came out after it, and everything's in pandemic. And I'm like, okay, you're like, I get, like, I get you being, like, in shock Mm -hmm. because you went before the shutdown, but, Uh like, nobody cared. You didn't have, like, he made some type of statement or release or, like, he made some public release, I don't know, whatever, a conference, whatever, but, like... Nobody cares, Jared Leto. Like, go back to your multi-million dollar app. Nobody cares that you were in a silent retreat. Yeah, also, for putting himself through all this, he's really bad at acting. Yeah. He never seems real to me. Wasn't he a child actor, though? Uh, I knew he was in a, he was in a band and then went into acting. He was like that, sh- he was on that show My Soul Called Life or whatever. With okay. Claire Danes. Like, that's how he got big. Oh, so he was a, he was an actor before he, he was a musician? Yeah. I did not know that. I thought he was a musician first. Wasn't he recorded before Dream Before, Re- 30, Mar- 30 Seconds to Mars? I never listened to 30 Seconds to Mars, so I don't, ever, I don't know how They're old they fairly are. newer. I feel like he was in that movie okay. before. But he was in that mo- He was in that show that only lasted one season, mm. and now it's like a cult classic. But I remember like seeing an episode, I'm like, mm. I will give him one thing. Requiem for a Dream is a great movie. But do you think he made it the great movie? I didn't even remember he was in it <laughs> until until recently. I was like, oh, he was in that movie. It was a great movie, though. It's worth checking out if you've never seen um, it. But yes, Jerry Lowe's annoying. I loved um, Mads Mikkelsen, who was a great actor, who I love so much and should be in everything. Put Mads Mikkelsen in everything. Also, Jerry Leto, like, as a person, is problematic. Yes. Because, like, he called, like, it a, he, he called it a cult in an interview one time. He bought an island. And he says he does, like, summer camps or whatever for 30 Seconds to Mars people, mm-hmm. uh, fans, and they go there for a couple of weeks. And, like, he makes them wear all white. It's really weird. Nothing's published. And then also the fact that, like, he's, like, well-known for, like, kidding up underage girls. That's And, gross. like, you're 50, bro. Like, That's I don't care gross. how long or, I mean, how old, how young you look or, like, how well, like, your hair is. But, like, stop. Like, it's... Mm. Remember how you got on me for interrupting you and you completely changed the subject when I said Mads Mikkelsen? We're still talking. 
about Jared Leto. I said Mads Mikkelsen, and then you changed the subject, so I never got to say what I said Mads Mikkelsen for. We are still talking about Jared Leto. I am going to talk about Jared Leto. Mads Mikkelsen was me talking about Jared Leto. I was getting there. I said Mads Mikkelsen, and then you took it away, so Mads Mikkelsen meant nothing. No, it didn't. It was going to. You said that he should be in everything. I thought that was your point. I was... I was building him up. <laughs> Let me finish my point. Okay. This is going to be less now because we moved away from what we were talking about, which was method so what's acting. So what's your point then? <laughs> Let me get there. Please let me get there. All right. So Mads Mikkelsen was speaking out against Jared Leto. Not Jared Leto, but method acting in period. He said, just act. Take the time that you're doing to do all these, these bull- he called it bullshit, these bullshit things, and just take the time to study your character. That's all you need to do. And I am... Thank you, Mads Mikkelsen. You're fucking great. Jared Little, you fucking suck. Now you could have jumped in. I still think all my points still stand. Where they, stu- where they stood in if, the conversation. If I say Mads Mikkelsen and then you say Jared Little before I even make my point, that's not that's not listening. I didn't know where you were going with that. I thought you were trying to change the subject. I, I was, still wanted to talk about Jared Leto. I usually go like, hey, here's the other change the subject here. I was, I was making a statement about the thing we're talking about. Okay. Mm, I still don't think I'm wrong here. You are, but okay. Mm. Uh, do you, did you like the the It movie series, the two parter? Mm. Are you not speaking anymore? I'm not. No, because like I wasn't wrong about me still talking about Jared Leto when we were in the conversation about Jared Leto. We were, but I literally was making a point and I couldn't even finish my point. I said Mads Mikkelsen, and then you took over the conversation. Where was I going with that? I don't know. You never gave me any inclination where you're going besides changing. The conversation to Mads Mikkelsen. I was biggest, but it w- tied back into the thing we were talking How about. How would I just know that? You could at least wait for me to finish my sentence before you were like, I can't go back to, to Jared Leto here. No, that's what no, they no, say. no, 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 We never left Jared Leto. You no, said a different name. We didn't leave Jared Leto, but you thought I loved Jared Leto. Yeah. I'm saying, so what's the issue I here? was making a statement that was about Jared Leto. You never let me get back but to again, Jared I didn't you know never you were trying to say it. But you didn't let me get, but you should let me finish my statement. If it turned out it was not about Jared Leto, you could have gone like, hey, let me get back to Jared Leto. I had something more to say. Uh, but you just interrupted me and took over my thing. Then. My moment was gone by then. I said my momentum. <laughs> my momentum was gone by the time I got back to my point I was making. Okay. You don't think that's right? I think I was right. I don't know if you're joking or not. All right. <laughs> this is weird. Uh, so, uh, did you like the It movie movie series? Yeah. Let's get back to there. Hold on. There we go. All right, so that was a brief pause. Hopefully nobody noticed, but it was very interesting here in this room. We got <laughs> coffee. Sure. I don't know if you guys can hear it. All right, so we were talking about It last we were talking. They are going to... Did you? Did we ever talk about, see if you even liked those movies? I think we got stopped there. Did you I like those movies? If I was a fan, I guess, yeah. I think the first one was really good. I thought the second one was trash. But... You're so rude. I thought it was bad. Why? It just seemed not as... The the villain didn't seem as well done. The adults were not as interesting as the kids. And it was why they threw in so much backstory with the kids. It wasn't necessary to add it out a little bit more. Uh, There was a weird murder of a gay couple that did nothing wrong. Uh, Stuff like that. Yeah, that last part seemed very, like... (laughs) Exponentially, it, yeah, it was, it was, it was just, it was just wasn't well done. Like the first one, I thought was fantastic. I think my like, because it's Stephen King, right? Yeah. Like uh, my favorite fact about him is like in his books, he'll just write about the town of Derry. 
Yeah. In multiple books. Yes. E is the Town of Derry and Castle Rock are big ones. Mm -hmm. Also, everything connects up to the Dark Tower. Even if you don't know it. Like Pennywise, like the creature in uh, It connects up to the Dark Tower. If you didn't know that, it does. You just have to read other books because it goes into that. So yeah, he does have connections. Most of his stuff takes place in the same world. Uh, so they have decided to make a prequel series of the origin. Of Pennywise? Yes. I'm not sure if they, what, here's the thing. I read the article. I'm not sure if they mean like the origin of the creature that becomes Pennywise or how the creature started using Pennywise. But it's going to be ta- taking place in Derry. Wait. Is Pennywise a person? I don't, so, so okay. Pennywise is so an avatar. I didn't av- read the books. You read the books, right? Pennywise is an avatar. Uh-huh. Uh, in, the, in the book, more than, a, I guess a little bit in the movies, but more so in the book, Pennywise isn't the only version of him you see. But it's only an avatar of the creature. The creature is actually like this gigantic spider that is even mm-hmm. more complicated than this because it actually was birthed from, if you go to Dark Tower, which was which is from, a giant turtle that sits in the center of these seven beams that can, that connect the universe that bird this weird creature that then attacked Derry. It's very complicated. So I'm not sure if we're going to go all the way down to the turtle or if we're going to just go from the creature to the to the to the clown, which is just a form it chooses to take because it knows people are afraid of clowns. But I'm not sure. So we're back in the pandemic where like everybody was afraid of clowns. <laughs> yeah, there was a, it was actually right before the pandemic. Okay. Uh, it was actually when these movies were coming out. Uh, cl- people dressed up as clowns were appearing, going into the forest and making noises and scaring people. And it actually got even it pissed off a bunch of real life clowns who's like. People were so afraid of clowns. <laughs> They're not getting hired. They were, they were getting hired. So they, they, real clowns hate the movies yet and hate the fact that people purposely made them even scarier. I have a friend from school who's really afraid of clowns. Yeah. So I would just text her pictures. Kind of an asshole. I would just text her pictures of the clowns. And for like a month, she just didn't open any of my text messages. Really? Yeah. Also, do you want to know a random fact? What? Uh, when Bill Hader made Barry... They mm-hmm. said that, like, in an interview, they said that they put him through, like, a boot camp to try to, like, buff him up or whatever. Okay. And, like, nothing stuck. And I was like, yo, let me see. Like, if, if you know, like, how people try to be, like, all humble, like, oh, it didn't work, blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. So I was like, oh, watch this dude be on Men's Health Magazine or something, yeah. like, all buff. So I tried looking it up. No, nothing stuck to him. Yeah. Nothing. So he's just kind of a thin dude. Yeah. No muscle. Yeah. Good on him. We don't need everybody to be super buff. But it's, it's working out for him because he's dating Anna Kendrick or something. Yeah, that's right. That was weird. I think that... that oh, yeah. They were in that movie Noel together. Yeah. Like, that's probably where it happened. Not that good of a movie, but good on him for getting Anna it Kendrick It was a cute movie. It was fine. You just hate women. You're right. I hate Anna Kendrick. In, in positions of uh, power. Oh, yeah. She became the new Santa at mm-hmm. the end, right? Spoiler alert. She was the CEO of Christmas. Oh, okay. I don't remember that much. I just remember her and Bill Hader. And... I'm just assuming Santa is the CEO of Christmas. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know what the actual title is. Uh, I don't know why I use this one as my last one, but sure, let's do this. What? Wait, what is this segment called again? Entertainment news. Oh, what happened to the thoughts? We already finished those. What? Oh, why don't you tell me these things? I did. You need to put up flags of like was what a, section we're on. There was a transition where I said that was the entertainment thoughts. Now let's move on to entertainment <sighs> news. It's there. It's that on was the, hours ago. It's on the VHS that was this we got morning. here. Now it's now it's yeah. nighttime. That was a long conversation we had while we paused it. All right. Why are you telling them that? <laughs> Always like to throw in things that never understand. We have coffee. All right. So uh, the last one, I'm going to bring it back to the Oscars for something stupid. 
Back at the Oscars. So uh, we had they, they made a new category to try to bring people in, and it was they did yeah. It was uh fuck. Did they make a couple of new categories? They did, but I want to go on this one because it's dumb. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was uh Oscars. Oh no, actually no, never mind. I'm gonna go to the one I know by memory because this isn't even the one I wanted. Uh, it's like audience cheer moment or something like that. The biggest audience cheer moment, and I thought for sure. It would have to be when all the Spider-Men showed up. That's like the moment everyone was talking about this year. Mm-hmm. The three Spider-Men showed up. Instead, they chose a moment, and I haven't seen this movie because I saw the original version and hated it. In the Zack Snyder Justice League movie, where he remade the Justice League, when the Flash enters the Speed Force. That was the one that, mo- that made... Biggest audience clap moment. It wasn't even in theaters. How are we going to measure those claps? As Zack Snyder fanboys. The other article I was looking at, fan favorite movie, was Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. These are just people that are Zack Snyder fanboys that trolled the... Because these were these were audience voted. Mm-hmm. They just trolled those polls to get those in. Zack Snyder is a terrible director. I don't know anyone that watched Army of the Dead. Didn't he do like 3,000 or something? Like 300. That? He did 300. I like that movie hate that movie with a passion. That's the movie that started my hatred of Zack Snyder. Although I hated another one of his movies before that, I just didn't know his name then, which is he did the remake of Dawn of the Dead. The original is amazing. The, the remake is a piece of crap. But anyways, yeah, terrible director. Were they in a, like, mall? Yeah. Watch the old 60, or 60s or 70s version. That one's great. His is terrible. Uh, but yeah, Zack Snyder's terrible. But I don't even know anyone. Did you know anyone that watched Army of the Dead? even know what that movie is. It's a zombie po- movie. Yeah, it's a Netflix zombie movie. It's, wait, it's a Netflix? Maybe I'm thinking of Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, Dawn of the Dead is from like the 2004. Army of the Dead? When did that come out? This year. Or to, to 2021. Let's go watch it. No, it's Zack wait, Snyder. We can put it on the next podcast. Uh, I'll be on your next podcast. Well. I'm just kidding. Don't pull me okay. to that. Don't I was going to say, that. I was going to get a guest for that, but if you want to do two in a row, sure. Why are we going to get I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet. I haven't talked to anybody. Hey, listen. I gotta lay out some feelers. Aren't, okay. What? Nothing. What? I was gonna say, aren't we having people drinking over? You should just do a podcast while everybody's drinking. I mean, there's too many people and they're not gonna want to talk about entertainment. But last time I did pull people from that, and one of the people that I invited over for the thing we're having people drinking, drinking over here for is one of the people I want to have on the podcast. So maybe, but I think that's next week, right? I don't know. People need to know our, our schedule. Schedule. <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah. So, terrible. wait. Was it a good movie, then? According to Zack Snyder fans, it's a good movie. I... Okay. Is it a bad generalization to say that I think all Zack Snyder fans are incels? I don't think all of them are, but definitely a good amount. Right? Yes. Like, I don't think this is, like, my population of people that I want to converse with or be in a room alone with. Yeah. That being said, if you like Batman v Superman or any of these things, I know some quality people that like these things. Are you talking about yourself right now? No, I hate Zach. I hate I don't Zach know. Snyder. I don't know. I hate Batman v Superman. I thought you were going to try to hype yourself no, up former, right now. No, former guest Thera Pitt loves Zack Snyder. Okay, Thera Pitt, yo, yo, what's up? Uh, so, like, not everyone that likes this movie are, is a piece of trash, and not all their opinions are invalid. That being said, there he's very polarizing for sure. And to have it be the fan favorite moment doesn't make sense to me when everybody loves Spider-Man. Yeah. And not everybody loved Justice League. And to be honest, like, why are we voting so... Why is this a thing at the Oscars, first of all? like They're trying to get younger people to watch because all the movies that are, that are nominated, nobody saw. So so here's... 
number one, nobody nobody young is going to watch the Oscars. No matter two, what category you put in there, no one's going to watch it. Two, you can tell it was nobody young because they would have just put Spider-Man in it because they would have, like, that was a better movie. Yes. It was, it was nominated, it just didn't win. What was it nominated for? Is uh best fan fan? Oh, the category. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, if uh, if young people, okay, Gen Z can put their if when they put their mind to things, they can accomplish anything. Uh-huh. Like, didn't you see about like all the Vladimir Putin comments they made about stuff? What? Like how like he invaded Russia and they're like, Vladdy Daddy, don't like they they <laughs> you didn't know about this? No, I never heard Vladdy Daddy. Yeah, Vladdy Daddy, this isn't you. We know you're better. Like they literally went on his like That's his so Instagram weird. and Twitter and put all of this out there. Okay. They had the disabled comments. And then they also outed a serial killer. Really? Yeah. Gen Z went on and found out, like, I forgot where or what this is like during the pandemic. They found out who they think it was emojied a bunch of fairies on his um instagram so people would know it was him mm-hmm. and he would get like t- like he would put up at like the higher out on instagram so he would get more traction people like this is him this is him like and then the whole like gabby potato thing gabby potato potato this potato? girl she was having a mental breakdown was like on a cross cross country truck with her boyfriend he murdered her in a national park mm-hmm. and everybody was like yo find this missing white girl and they did and then during that investigation, the FBI found, like, 12 more bodies. Gen Z can do it, bro. 100%. Yeah. So here's the thing. My whole point of that was, like, they're obviously not going to, like, if they cared about the Oscars, they would have voted because Spider-Man would have won if yeah. Gen Z voted. Yeah. Spider-Man's a great movie. <laughs> Sorry. So that is how we're going to end entertainment news. Let's move on to our final subject. Oh, fuck my life. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna be 100 honest. I am probably not gonna speak that much because after we saw this movie, my wife had a lot to say. What's let that? Me, let me give, let me give the synopsis I'm just, first. I'm just right. doing background noise. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just. Skirt, skirt. Okay. okay. So we're gonna talk about the movie Morbius. Now I want to explain things for people who maybe don't follow superhero movies as closely as I do. This movie is not DCEU, which is a DC movies. It is not MCU. It is owned by Sony. Sony owns. Spider-Man characters, except for Marvel's allowed to use Spider-Man, but Sony's not, at least so far. It's very confusing. But this is, so it's not related to the MCU, 100%. Uh, a little bit of give in the end. But anyways, that's so if you're confused, this takes place in the same universe as Venom. Alright, so the movie is about a doctor who has lived his whole life with this debilitating disease, and he's been trying to find a way to cure it. He finds a cure, but it has... Terrible results returns him basically into a vampire, and he's dealing with that, and also his friend also has that same disease, and gives himself the same thing, so it's him versus his friend who takes it. One uses it for good, one uses it for evil. That's basically the plot. What do you think of Morbius? It was horrible. Negative two. Negative two. Negative two. One, why don't you say what the disease is? I want to know what the disease is. I don't know what the disease was. I don't know what the disease was. No, I'm saying about the movie. I'm sure they said it. No, they didn't. Okay. It was a blood disease. Something about his blood either clotted too much or didn't clot enough. I don't think it clotted enough. Okay. So then they go to Greece. Are we talking about the whole... Well, let's let's throw it out there. Uh, We can talk... We're not going to care about spoilers. So if you are super concerned... If you are super concerned about scenes Morbius unspoiled... Turn off the podcast. But if you don't give a fuck like most people do, uh, go ahead and keep on listening. Okay. So, um, they start out in Greece. They're like 10 and probably 9. I'm, I'm assuming Jared Leto's character is a little older because he looked a little older at the beginning. 
He, they're getting blood transfusions. Why? We don't know. It medically, okay, look at, look at, I'm a nurse here. I'm just gonna say it out. Doesn't make any sense. Why are they getting extra blood transfusions? Um, give and then, the bad blood, give the good blood. It all makes sense. They're not getting rid of any blood. Clean the blood. No, that's not what just, blood transfusion is, though. To, that's how they explain they're not it in the movie. Ep- no, they're not, an e- they're not, they're not washing or they're literally just transfusing him with blood. I thought they were. I thought they were doing like a dialysis thing or something. That wasn't dialysis. I don't know, but I think that's how they explained it. Okay. Anyways, made still no sense. Okay. Because just give that blood a little washy, put some soap in it. You're not washing during dialysis, though. Excuse me. Who's the doctor here? You're just taking something out or putting something in. You're like you're not like we 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 tell patients we're washing because that's what you can say within 30 seconds and I'm like yeah yeah that makes sense but that's not what that is anyways okay uh and then all of a sudden the blood transfusion goes down for 30 seconds not even 30 seconds and he figures out how to fix the machine with the ballpoint pen springy no yeah no he's a genius can we before you go on yeah I have to talk because this is a major character plot point that bugged me cringe every single time so Jared Leto's character meets uh meets Matt Smith's character as a kid and the kid goes, like, my name's Lucian. And Jared Leto goes, like, oh, no, you're Milo. It's like, no, the kid before me is named Milo. It's like, eh, no, he wasn't named Milo. That, you're, like, the fourth Milo. And for some reason, they take away this kid's name, and everyone for the rest of the movie calls his kid Milo. Everybody. And takes away his name, and he just accepts it. Everybody. Everybody. And, like, that's, like, okay. <laughs> Imagine that's, like, this is their best friends too and it's not even just like an inside joke that like you guys have for each other like a pet name like everybody in this dude's life calls him milo like so therefore like his personality is out the window you know what i mean do you need some more water sir yeah yeah uh, don't worry about it okay like if you would have called me your ex-girlfriend's name you wouldn't like that no that's the same thing to me. <laughs> if I just called all my girlfriends by the same name. Yeah, like your your four girlfriends ago, that's their name. Yeah, yeah. It's just easier. Yeah. I'm not good with names, so look, yeah. and I always say the name during sex, so it's just easier for yeah. me to say also, the same like, name. Also, like super morbid. Like, what happened to the other three Milo's then? Oh, they're dead. They're dead, right? That's what. Okay. The whole point was he was supposed to be showing how jaded he was because he's already he doesn't want to get too attached to people because they keep on dying. Next yeah. So. That's what they're trying to say. But he's friends with this guy for like 20, 30 years. 25 years. 25 years. Because they jumped 25. And, and he never gives him his name. So then, and then, uh, also, the nursing nursing shortage started 25 years ago. Apparently. Because they called for a nurse and there was no help. And Carl's like, there's understaffed because homie knows what's up. Anyway, so they jumped to 25 years to our time. And then they're talking about like how they're going to die soon. No shit. You guys are like 40 now. You're dying soon. Like, what do you mean? Like, you have to get a hold of life because you're going to die. You're 40. You're 40. Anyways. 40 with a disease, you don't know what it is. Okay. So then, yeah, especially like a rare blood disorder, like, you're past your prime. Like, you're past. Like, you're expired right now. So then he makes synthetic blood. Also, like, why is there a world where we're, we're still using real blood if we have synthetic blood? Like, it would be safer to give the synthetic blood instead of the real blood because real blood gives you so many um, reactions to it. If, like, your body has the reaction to it. Well, obviously, I could, I could say this. I'm going to defend this movie at some, some points. Obviously, it's not as good as real blood if it doesn't work as well for Morbius. That's not canon because it wasn't said. No, it, it's said that real blood works better for him than synthetic blood. So, obviously, when that means... obvious, But still, that okay. means it's, okay. not as, it's not the same thing as real blood. So, maybe sometimes you actually need 
real blood. Also, we don't know how expensive it is. It is less expensive to take blood than to make blood. So I'm going to say, there's some, there, in my opinion, that's not plot hole. Okay. Also, like, I don't understand why vampires have to eat the blood. Like, how... No, that... In any vampire thing, that never made any yeah, sense. Yeah, because that's gonna... Like, that... When you eat something, it doesn't go to your bloodstream. No. To, like, suffice you. But maybe when they're vampiring it up, their their way their circulatory system works differently than ours. It's probable. That I guess they've got, they've got membranes. But, so... Uh, he's got a hot doctor that he works with. She's banging. She's pretty. What's up, Martine? Um, she was like, yo, I know you're doing bad stuff in here. Like, it's not cool. But I'm going to help you. But, like, don't tell me anything else I don't want to know. So she hooks him up to the bat blood with no gloves on. Like, no. You want to cover those pretty hands? Like that, like you, you're, you're putting animal blood into a human and you're like, no, 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 I don't need gloves. Okay. 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 It's it really- wasn't just blood. He made a serum. He extracted something. It was like a yellow serum. It wasn't exactly straight blood. But yeah. She hooked him up to a blood transfusion with the bat. Bat blood. There was a blood transfusion. She hooked him up. No. There yes. was a serum. They made a serum. And he made them. a serum, but she still hooked him up to bat blood. I'm going to say I disagree Some, with this moment. Somebody started a blood transfusion with no gloves on. He had to get regular blood because at that point... Are you talking about when she's on the boat? No. no it's they, still in the lab. He never got bat blood before because they were testing it out on rats. He never got bat blood until any animal blood it, it put in. Then he's getting a regular blood transfusion. He was getting, yes, okay. he was getting regular blood transfusion. Okay, my whole point is there's no gloves. Again, pretty hands. But then later on the boat, she gives them an epidural, a shot in the spine, and she puts on gloves. Like, yes, spines are gross. Did you see his spines? He, he, he was so 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 skinny and gross so looking. Skinny. Yeah. So skinny. Anyways, okay. So then, uh, dude, we should have done this right after the movie. Anyways. Well, it was late, and I had work the next morning. Anyways, anyways. <laughs> so then, he he makes bat serum out of the bat, and then uh, then they go see this little girl in the ward, where she's having a high fever and her kidneys are shutting down. Because they looked at the telemonitor, and the telemonitor told them the kidneys were shutting down. That's not a thing. Again, I gotta say, you gotta not take medical stuff in movies, period, mm, and especially I'm in comic book movies. Listen, That's then it. they put her in a coma, and the I'm coma saying, wasn't gonna fix her fever. I'm just saying, for a layman watching this stuff, I don't know. This is why this I'm on your podcast to explain this. But I'm saying, like, like there's certain things in this movie I thought were really wrong, but like the medical stuff not making perfect sense is like, well, that's a movie for you. Anyways, okay, so they're on a boat, and yes. he kills a bunch of people. Once he once he gets the serum, he goes feral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know how how um, I don't know how well you can take that because he doesn't hurt Martine. Like he pushes her away. Yeah, he was he was feral, but I think like deep down he cared about her enough that it turned him off and hurting her like instinctually because he was not he was not in his right mind when that when he first got the serum. Okay. I don't know. Here's the thing. You're attacking the beginning of the movie, and I didn't think the beginning of the movie was okay, that bad. Anyways. So I've got, I got so defenses. Then, so, then, so, then, so then she finds out her friend is still alive, right? And then, and then like, they have this whole, like, flirty relationship during the first, like, third of the movie when he's all sickly. And you would think, like, oh, they would probably bang, but, like, they don't want to break any of his bones, so they're not going to. And then he takes a serum, and they still don't have any sex. You're, you're mad that there wasn't enough sex in the movie? Like, I'm just mad because I'm like, why wouldn't you have? Like, you're already on the run. Okay. So, and you're like in a in like like a abandoned place. Yeah, they do only have one kiss in the movie. It's yeah. very weird. Yeah, yeah. 
Anyways, so then he gets mad because a friend wants the, Milo wants the serum too, and he's like, no, I can't do this. Like, that's not your choice, though. But he wants a serum, and he won't give it to his friends. And then his friend turned out to be an asshole, to be honest. Yes. His friend's a bad guy. And to be honest, deep down, like, you disagreed with this on the way home, but deep down, I, I think Jared Leto's character knew that Matt Smith was an asshole. I don't think that was a thing, especially because the guy's been weak his entire life, too weak to do any damage. Uh, he might... You think only physical actions can do damage, sir? Well, that's what this guy does. All his actions are physical damage stuff. After he gets a serum. He's been, here's the thing. He's been picked on his entire life and hasn't been able to do anything about it. They show him getting picked on when he was younger. I think the point is now that he actually has power, uh, it goes straight to his head. And he's no longer going to be the weak person everyone pities if, or, or makes fun of. that doesn't make he's you not, a good guy, though. No, but I think the thing, the point is, is that I don't think he knew that if you were a victim most of your life, I think the you're not going to know, oh, this guy's a victim. Oh, he's obviously a bad guy, too. I think once he got the power, it instantly corrupted him and made him a bad guy. But I don't think he was obviously a bad guy their entire life. You don't think he was a bad guy when he was uh, weak and it enhanced his bad guyness? The, the whole No, I think it made him a bad guy. For one thing, it already makes you a little bit less after blood. Also gives you so much power. He was weak his whole entire life. He was a victim his entire life. Now he's not. Now he's the one in the power, and he's remembering all those times he was bullied and treated horribly and was just weak, and now he's not. I think I have no problem. Matt Smith's character, I think, does everything really well done. I like Matt Smith in this, and not just because I'm a fan of Doctor Who. I think he's the only person that did well in this movie. I didn't say he didn't do a good job, sir. But I think he justified him from beginning to end. I think he was well done. Okay. Anyways, also, Matt Smith's character wears new balances. Pretty dope that he keeps it even after he becomes a bad guy. I don't know why. It's just a nerd thing. And then Jared Leto's character never tied his shoes once. Sir. Even when have, even when he was uh, when he was fit? I don't know. I think at shoes? that point okay. they stopped cutting they stopped his shoes. shoes. Yeah. Okay, you said didn't tie his shoes once. So I, was like, I thought you were watching him flying through the subway and like, what's with your shoes, bro? So then, so then, so then Matt, uh, Jared Leto gets arrested and then he goes to jail really quickly in an orange jumpsuit well, way too Matt fast. Smith frames Jared Leto for a murder of a nurse. That's why he gets arrested immediately. Yeah, that happened. Also, like, for having a dead body in the hallway, they let a lot of people walk through that hallway. It took a while until they found the body. A very yeah. busy, uh, not quite a hospital. It was, like, a scientific research area. Yeah. But there was children in that hallway, True. too, where they, they, like, didn't block it off at all. There was at least ten people in that scene where they're just walking by. By so the way, like, for Spider-Man fans, it's Horizon Labs. Spider-Man fans will know what that is. Okay, anyway. So then, so then, so then he goes to jail, and then a Matt Smith comes out, and he's like, yo, what's up? I took it. I'm cool now. Peace out. Here's some blood. Yeah. Was it real or it was synthetic? It was, no, it was real blood. He was wanted because Matt Smith never wanted him to oh, yeah. use the synthetic blood. He's like, look how powerful you'll be. Just take this blood. You'll get right out of here. So then, like while he's in jail, uh, Matt Smith's like, "Yo, let me go check out the labs, right?" So then, someone's me. Anyways, so while he's there, like he goes to the lab, and the lab has like police tape everywhere. Why is there still stuff in the lab? Why is there no security guard or cop there? And there is a whole, like, like freaking man-made cave of bats there. Like, yeah. did Pete and that be like, yo, let's get these out of here? Why I, did nobody whistleblow at that point? I love also, like, there's a scene earlier in the movie when, uh, what's, what's the little girl's name, Martine? The love interest? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, she goes in there, and she's like, 
what's in this room? And then she like does a code and all the, turns on the light and bats come out. And she's like, how do you know my code? It's like, who needs a code? You have a room with hundreds of bats in there. How did so? How do you think so? No one would notice that room of bats. Yeah. In a glass door. Yeah. So it was pretty weird. Um, at least the security guard, anybody, even if like, even if Horizon Labs was like, "Yo, you can't take our stuff because it's intellectual property," but there's still nobody guarding yes. anything. And it's it's a multi-billion-dollar company. Yeah, for sure, at least, and they probably have like f- at least four different human rights things against them right now. Um, so then they have a duel. Um, and then they fight, and then he does echolocation, and I think he took way too long to get to his little love interest, um, but Carl said it was fine. Well, what I thought was weird also was there's a moment in the movie, he's getting chased by, I think it was the cops, or, or it could have been Matt Smith, I can't remember, the movie's already faded from my mind, but he realizes he can fly. He gets in front of a subway car and is just flying through the subway tunnels, and then later on in the movie, when he has to get to Martine as fast as he can, which was a just a little amount of time, he's leaping instead of flying. Why is he leaping? Fly, dude. Also, okay, like, because we don't live in New York. How do subways work? What do you mean? Like, he had enough, like, gliding power to fly in there. Yes. Is No, he's flying. He's not gliding. He's, he's actually flying. He has the power of flight. But, like, he jumped in front of the train. Yes. To fly. Yeah. And it looked like there was... Is there that much air in the subways? I'm not sure if it was air. It's more his powers, like, because he also had on the, on the rooftops where he almost flew and then didn't. Yeah. He has the power of flying. He uses these weird things to fly. Anyways, it made no sense. Okay. Because we don't... I've never been to New York, so I don't know how subways work. Like, I've been to New York, much, but I didn't go on a subway. Why not? Because it sounds gross. <laughs> Okay. This is how you can never move to New York. <laughs> I don't want to move to New York. I want to move to Sydney. Okay. Okay. Sydney, if you're looking for a podcast host to work over I'm there. I'm here. What's up? I'll, I'll come solo. <laughs> um. So then they have a duel. And then, like, the whole thing is, like, you're following, like, their their characters. And there's, like, stylistic, like, colors in the air. And, like, it didn't make any sense because it would be different if it was echolocation. And then things give off a light. I could have bought that because I don't know. Bath can't talk, so you can't tell if... They're colorblind, which, to be honest, they probably are. Probably. Um, The battle happened. It sucked. Um, Oh, bats. Oh, wait, his friend. He kills the doctor. Yes. Which makes no... You can talk about the doctor if you want, sir. Well, I mean, here's the thing. There seemed like there was a whole portion of the movie that was taken out. Jared Harris, great actor, dies in everything I've ever seen him in. That's how you know he's good. Yeah, he's... He's more Sean Bean than Sean Bean, because Sean Bean, I've seen living things. This guy died in Mad Men. Which is a show about... Jared I, I, Harris? Jared Harris died in Mad He's Men. He's in Mad Men? Uh, later seasons, yeah. Oh. But anyways, uh, there's a scene in there. He's the doctor that's been taking care of Matt Smith his entire life and helped get push Jared Leto to get where he's going. Around the end of the movie, Jared Harris confronts Matt Smith about how dare you ruin Jared Leto's name and stuff like that by framing him for the murder. But like, there's never a moment where he doubts Jared Leto. He just immediately jumps to that, that you're framing him. But there's no conversation that made this make sense. It seemed like a scene was missing from the movie. Then he kills him. Uh, Matt Smith kills kills uh, Jared Harris, and then he stays alive just long enough to say, "Get Milo," and dies. That's not. If you're gonna ha- kill off a character, he either has to say something significant, or he has to be dead before you get there. That was a waste of his time. Um, I will also say that Jared Harris 
jumping to the fact that, like, Matt Smith was a bad guy. Proves your point. Proves my point. No, so it felt anyway, like so bad. Bats, Either way, it's bad okay, writing. They're, I think, I don't know, they're underground somewhere, right? So there's bats, and he's like, yo, they're my brothers. They're going to come help me buy, like, um... Jared Leto was saying that. Yeah. Morbius. They're going to come help me because, like... I'm their brother. Which, again, they took the same serums. I don't understand. They took the same serums. So the bats, a bunch of bats come out and help Jared Leto. But they don't help Matt Smith at all. And, like, what? Bats are not, like, loyal like that? Like, how are they going to say, like, yo, you guys both have the same things, but Jared Leto has better hair, so we're going to go with Jared Leto? No, (laughs) that's not a thing. That's not what they're going to do. But then they help um, fly around um, uh, Matt Smith so he doesn't see him coming, and he stabs him with the antidote, and he dies. Yeah. Two things I want to bring up here. First, uh, Morbius gets to his girlfriend, or sort of girlfriend, love interest, manages to kiss her before she dies. But while he's kissing her, she bites his lip for some reason to get enough to get blood in her mouth. Don't know why. It's a very weird thing for in your final moments. I'm going to bite your lip so fucking hard and then dies. Uh, and also, uh, Morbius got two antidotes, for which are basically going to kill him. One for Matt Smith and one for himself. Mm-hmm. What the fuck happened with the one for himself? Yeah, because he made a big deal to Martine. He was like, look, it, I brought this into the world. I have to take it out, so I have to kill myself, too. And she's like, okay, you know what? Bet, sure. Like, I get it. I get it. Sure. His big thing was he's he's getting a resistant to the, fi- the fake blood. I can't remember what it's called. Synthetic blood. Mm-hmm. It's not working for him anymore. Once that stuff's working for him, he's going to not be able to stop himself from going after real blood. So he has to kill himself. They completely forget about this after the Matt Smith fight. It just never comes yeah, up again. Never comes up again. And then I will say though, good for Sony because apparently the Martine character is supposed to be a lab assistant. Mm-hmm. So they promoted her to doctor, but Ooh. they still did a shitty writing job on oh, her. Oh yeah, she she's just the the damsel in distress. Yeah. yeah. Um anything else? We gotta talk about the post credit scene. Oh, my bad. Okay, so it, this entire movie, Morbius is a good guy. And then for some reason it makes no sense somehow. The vulture from the Toby, not Toby Wire, uh, Tom Holland movies, who's the back in the first movie played by My- Michael Keaton, appears in the Sony universe that Venom's in in a prison cell for some reason doesn't make any sense. Escapes from there, has all of his equipment, flies over to meet Jared Leto in some random city where Jared Leto's just driving around, stops on a cliffside. He shows up there and goes like, "Hey, we both have a lot of similar problems." They're all caused by Spider-Man, which Spider-Man has never been mentioned in this universe. Jared Leto had no relation to Spider-Man whatsoever in this movie. Spider-Man is never mentioned until the post credit scene. He's like, Michael, uh, Michael Keaton's like, we should team up together. And then it ends. Why would a guy who considers himself a good guy team up with a random dude in a vulture costume, take on a guy he's never heard of before? Also, why did he drive there if he can fly? If he could fly, all these that the whole post credit scene made the movie make even less sense and then the than already did. Oh yeah, it turns out because she bit his lip, she comes back to life and she's teased for the next film, which hopefully never happens. But Sony seems set on doing a, a Sinister Six movie, which is a term for a group of bad guys that got together to fight Spider Man multiple times. So I, I feel like they're going to do Holland that anyway. Do those movies? Oh, I hope so too. But they keep on hinting, like at the end of Venom, uh, two. He shows up and, like, is attracted to, for some reason, that he needs to go against Parker. But then he goes back to his universe anyway, so that the whole end scene in Venom 2 made no sense. These Sony movies are crap. They're really bad. Them? Sony. I don't know but who's, who's They don't have, like, a that. Kevin Feige person? Uh, not to my knowledge. Just, like, uh, like, 
like DCU doesn't really have a Kevin Feige either. They need a Kevin Feige. Yeah. They don't have one. They're talking about James Gunn being the next Kevin Feige for DCU, which I would love, but he's talking about wanting to only do TV. So who knows what's going to happen with that. Anyways, let's get to rating on this. I already said negative two. Negative two? Okay. I didn't hate this movie as much as you did. For the first 40 minutes, I was in. I, I didn't love it, but I was like, okay, you know what? Maybe I was a little too hard on him. Jared Leto isn't the greatest actor in the world, but he's not killing this movie for me. I like Matt Smith a lot. Matt Smith made me laugh. He's the only person in the movie that made me laugh, and it was intentional. Uh, I thought he was really good. Also, he got buff for this movie, kind of. Yeah, because Matt Smith was a... Was he's a, skinny, skinny. Yeah, but he, he's such a good actor. I think he did a great job, even with a terrible script. Uh, but then around the second Maybe act... Maybe just because he's British. Maybe. Uh, second act, it got a little bit wonky, and third act made no sense. So that's what made me lose it. But I still... I'm going to give this movie a two out of five. I didn't hate it. No, I hated it. But I didn't hate it as much as I was expecting, so good on them for that. I was expecting Are it to be Are you glad I asked to go watch it? Ever. Yeah, I was going to wait until it was on... Uh, I was going to wait until it was on... So you're glad DVD. we went to go watch it in theaters? Uh, I mean, it was good to content. We got an hour People and a half People need to stop putting Jared Leto in fan favorite movies. I hope he just stopped. Because, well, like... I mean, Morbius is not a fan favorite. He's, no? He is a he is a, he's a fringe character in Spider-Man. Oh, I didn't know that. So, I but mean... Like, the Joker. Like, they need to stop doing yeah. that. I mean, there was a... Here's the thing. I, I've heard another... Uh, this guy on another podcast I listened to, Eddie Pence, uh, from the Ralph Report, gave a good, good thought about what they should have done with Morbius. Because what they did... Besides the fact that Spider-Man wasn't there, his origin story was very close to what it was in the comic. Just the, the first 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tonal-wise, same, same kind of thing. Uh, if you're going to take a character that is not that well-known, go wild with it. Be experimental. Do something to make it unique. Mm-hmm. Because that's what James Gunn does. No one knows, knows who Peacemaker is. <laughs> yeah. They made him into a, a popular character by being experimental and crazy with it. Morbius is playing by the numbers, trying to play it safe and not working out because they try to play it too safe yeah. and too boring. If you're going to take a character like Morbius, be creative. That's all I'm saying. And it, uh, this is not my point. It's someone else's point, like I said before. All right. So this has been the podcast for this week. Uh, or, yeah, this... But this is episode 43 of the podcast. There we it's go. It's up an hour and a half later, guys. Yeah, woo! Uh, do you have anything you want to plug? Um, I don't think you do. Do you? Do you guys want to pay my student loans? Pay Tasha's student loans, find her Venmo. Yeah, at Tashfun. What's up? <laughs> and uh, come back here. Hopefully in two weeks we'll have another episode. I'm trying to be consistent. I was a little inconsistent before, uh, recently. Uh... I'll be 100% honest. I had a three weeks off instead of two uh, from the... <gasps> Uh, in there is because I was lazy. I, I wanted to guess and didn't contact him until two weeks had already passed. Wow. It was 100% laziness. But thank you all for listening to the show. Remember, if you want entertainment news two weeks late, listen to Unlicensed Entertainment. Mm-hmm.